Michael! Michael! Open the door! Michael! No! Get in! No. Michael! We got Borden to write! No! Michael! We gotta go across the space! I don't know anybody with such an dangerous name! <laughs> Michael! No! Michael, come on! Hey, Good. brother, Mike, leave me alone! <laughs> Come on, come on, I need, we need to get the seeds, Michael. <laughs> we get those seeds, we gotta make porn with them seeds. Oh god, you're And just... then make it, we're gonna just stick it right up your butt. You're just like the men in my comics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't hold this. Well, welcome to Weeaboo Wednesday. Huh? Well, one moment, Mark needs a drink. Oh, shit. <laughs> welcome to Weeaboo Wednesdays. Wednesday. I, I'm Michael. I'm Mark. Uh, on this lovely sister's day, this sibling's day, <laughs> a Wednesday, <laughs> and on this Wednesday <laughs> we're doing our postmortem on Aromanga Sensei, which yes. uh, its first season has ended, and I am livid. <laughs> I stayed up last night with a fucking, my, my fancy boy lead crate arrived, and I got my uh, whiskey kit, and I was testing on my new I had like a nice block of ice in it, bitters, a little sugar, poured my whiskey up, and I was grasping that glass. If it was not for its superior craftsmanship, I seriously would have shattered it. And when I finished Aromaga Sensei, I was walking around in my room silently yelling. <laughs> what is this fucking bullshit? What is this? I, on the other hand, did not have such a violent reaction to this, which just purely shows how much of my bloodstream is just trash. Alright, so uh, I have a proposition, Mark. Okay. Putting, uh, like, like the black-clad figures in Kabuki Theater, mm -hmm. we will put aside the... the, the fucking incestual overtones until later, and <laughs> assess this series solely on its primary harem role. Yeah, okay. Okay, let, let, let's put that aside. Let's kabuki dance around it <laughs> and ignore it like a woman in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it later. Over nice and ready. <laughs> All right. Purely on the show's... I, I hesitate to say the word merit, but this show... Alright, I finished watching this, unlike Michael, who finished it last night with his whiskey in hand. I yeah. did it half-naked laying on my bed watching. <laughs> <laughs> having Sad picking at your belly button. Having just... <laughs> having <laughs> spent time with my girlfriend. Eating takoyaki off the cleft of your backs. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is off the mustaches to my nipples that I call chest hair. <laughs> Not mustaches, that. eyebrows. I'm my mistake. you have the tray and you just place Takoyaki, like, <laughs> right on your chest, and you've angled your body, so once you're done show, you just, like, pop your stomach up, and then roll in your mouth. Michael, you don't understand, since I've been working a desk job, I don't need to pop my stomach anymore. There is a small mountain where my gut is. You don't got that big of a gut, Mark. You don't got that big of a gut. I have enough to start rolling. But if it's got sauce, it's probably gonna stop midway. <laughs> okay, enough about my, my, me being out of shape. Um... Oh my god, this series, uh, I didn't come out of it as angry as he did. I was, I got a bit entranced by the cuteness the moment Sagiri was out of the picture. I was yeah. happy. So, this, this show built, is one of the shows that, in my opinion, should not be a show. It is a show that builds off the merit of a single character of like, oh, 
cute, cute, shy, quiet girl, quiet girl neat, who is into sex stuff. Yeah. Who's into lewd stuff. Yeah. That is literally what the merit is going on. That, and if you can consider the idiocy that is the main character. Yeah. Oh, well, wait. Actually, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of riding on Elf Yamada's back. Yeah, uh, so... I, we discussed this in our previous uh, first impressions on uh, uh, on this show, where it's um, I I as as creatives, I, I feel like at some point we empathize with the main character mm-hmm. who is Izumi, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, Masamune, uh, yeah, Ma- Masamune Izumi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we empathize with the fact that he's a struggling creative who is mm-hmm. uh, in he's only like 15 or 16 but he's already being like overshadowed by younger people in mm-hmm. his field and he's 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 got a lot of grit and like he he wants to do it but he doesn't have the skill he, well not not necessarily like not just the skill but he doesn't have the resources like mm-hmm. both of the other characters have um, uh, like we're introduced to uh, Elf and Mur- uh, Muramasa Senju, who mm-hmm. are the two other love interests oh, and, oh, and love like, interests slash ri- co-workers, yeah, slash rivals. Yeah, and I actually like yeah, I, I agree with you fully. The second Sugiri leaves that the the picture, it was great. I yeah. I love the entire beach. island beach. Like, but the beach episode was my favorite, which yeah, is same here. trash. It is, like, that's a trash, weeb thing to say. I, I better put my fucking bandages on my wrists and put on this fucking headband. No, I'm sorry, that's too edgelord. This, at this point, you are putting, you are dusting your little figurines and putting them on the shelf and putting them in airtight cases. Daintily. And then masturbating in the corner. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. On a pillowcase, our producer, Janine. Yeah. Who just walked in. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, she targets me for <laughs> I cook for you. <laughs> I cook it. Um, but uh, like the struggle of the main character, uh, Izumi, is much more compelling to me than the struggle of Sagiri, who isn't. Her character isn't fleshed out until the end and my personal feeling is she doesn't deserve she didn't mm-hmm. earn that she didn't earn that at all like we uh, to, to be fair we see the story from the point of view of Zumi, who is like this struggling author mm-hmm. who and you find out like midway through the season why he has to put out a novel is he's made a, a deal with his aunt so it's like as long as he's being productive like she she pays oh, their house yeah. yeah or he's making money he proves that they can, that they have very to live alone. Which was, I, I thought was a weird writing choice. Like, why didn't you introduce that earlier? Because then, like, the stakes would have been established. We're yeah. just thinking, like, this Otherwise, it's is... just... He's just getting pissed off at his rifle. Yeah, he's just like that old man shaking his fist at kids, being like, you damn millennials with your Tinder and Facebook. <laughs> you know how I had to meet women? I had to go to the bar and at least buy, like, three drinks, and every drink was a roll of the dice to whether they would even talk to me. <laughs> For those who didn't hear that, the, our producer Janine just said, I wish that was me. Wow. And in what regard, Janine? Bow wow. You buy drinks. <laughs> Roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> our producer Janine is savage. Uh, <laughs> what? Back in that age, you weren't even drinking. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, what drinks do I buy you? Coke? 
But by the way, on a related note, um, this episode brought to you once again by Mr. and Mrs. and the very last of our... Uh, what, what was that? Absolute Vodka. Uh, absolute Vodka. Wait, if, if there's one thing that is actually educational and the like that you can learn from this show, Absolute Vodka goes very well in milk tea. Yeah, it's pretty good. Very <laughs> that is, smooth. Uh, that is all we got. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like... I relate more with Izumi's struggle of being like, I gotta keep on top of this fucking ball game and all of these people. We were talking about this earlier at the restaurant. Where, yeah. Yeah, well, I, uh, we were talking, and Mark, like, nailed it on the head. It's like, do you ever feel like everybody's just, like, leaping light here is ahead of you in life? And that's Izumi. That's mm -hmm. Izumi's character. And I found that relatable, where it's like, everybody's already got a job. They've got an apartment figure. Fucking Elf owns a house. Mm -hmm. A house. By herself. Yeah. Naked. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> kind of weird, but if I owned a house, I would do that, too. I'm sure. I'd paint my body, too. I'd, I'd be like... <laughs> I would paint my body tribal and walk around the house and talk to myself. Jumanji. To which your neighbors would eventually call the cops because it looks like you're committing, like, hedonistic rituals inside your house. <laughs> America. I'll do what I fucking want in my own house. It doesn't stop the police from knocking on your door and asking you to stop. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, by, by the time like the uh, the series ends, we we have our our harem. Mm -hmm. uh, so we've got Elf, the the super obvious Indari, who's also the gunning aggressive character. Which honestly, Elf. Elf and he's in Masamune's relationship, Izumi, as he's calling him, yeah. um, was actually an actual built relationship. Yeah. I kind of liked it. It wasn't like an instantaneous thing. No, it Because totally at first, was. Yeah. it was a girl who They were liked, rivals. They were rivals, and she liked pushing his face in the dirt. Yeah, no, and, and she still was. She still does. Like, you can't talk to me if, like, you know, I have over a, 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 a million, million copies over you. And he's, like, sold, like, what? Some, something in the thousands? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, he, and he just says, like, I want to yell at this little girl, but I can't. Yeah. Who is actually supposed to be the same age as him. Really? Yeah, she's supposed to be like 14. Okay. okay. 14, 15, I think. Well, yeah, uh, at least it's age appropriate. Yeah, yeah, she just looks tiny, which happens, I yeah. guess. But when it's an anime, you know, it's always kind of a... Mm. Uh, yeah. At least with most um, American kind of... Well, actually, that's kind of sad thing with American cartoons. Any kind of person who's petite, they just assume it is, they're usually written as midgets. Uh, yeah, yeah. or they that. are. Yeah. Well, it's like in American cartoons. It's all we always have like stunted adults. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to thank uh, Mr. Dinklage for that. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I I don't know if that was offensive or anything like that. Peter I'm, Dinklage. Uh, I no, I, no. I'm talking about like the way like uh, child characters are written. Where oh. it's like it's not like a kid. It, it's just like an adult in a kid's body. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, El Fumada and Masamune's relationship actually grew. <laughs> yeah. They started off hating each other, and they actually came to, like, a pleasant rivalry, because, honestly, from at least the way her brother made it sound, she has no friends. Yeah. She does not. I love that. Marry my sister, what? It's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I just, I'm really glad she's hanging out with other people her age. <laughs> yeah. Because before this, no, like, it, she seems so abrasive. That no one really liked. And the other thing I was glad that they got rid of at the same time as Sigiri was that other little girl. The one that we oh started with I Love Dicks. I, I kind of feel bad for... So Megumi's like the redhead who's like, I love dicks and stuff. And she's just like this weird, obnoxious, like, I want to be friends with everybody. But not in like a... 
nice way. Like I don't feel like they fleshed out her character enough to have it. They be tried like, and then they just kind of gave up. On well, her. like th that entire scene where it's like sh they, uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm going to learn about like nerd culture so creepy, I can pander to her." Creepy nerds. Which uh, I, like I found that kind of offensive. Mm -hmm. Like that was very like. I, like, I don't know, like, I feel like that's really shitty, that'd be like, if, like, if you're not, if you're, if you're a nerd and you have a friend who kind of wants to be, like, who kind of wants to be, it's like, oh, tell me about, like, the stupid jock shit. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, well, you're that, into, them, you're into fantasy blowing holes in, like, blowing into shapes, that's fucking stupid. Teach me about it. Yeah. I just want to know about it so I know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> it, it seems like it's in that tone, and yeah. it's like, I was like, well, fuck this bitch. Well, then the, <laughs> then the, the, what's her, what was her name again? The owner? I didn't bother to employee. write her name down. Yeah, uh, the bookstore employee. Yeah, the bookstore employee does the smart thing in which you're like, all right, I'm here are the books. Out. Yeah. Make all these purchases. She's gonna want more. What? She's gonna want more. Yeah. What is the next volume? <laughs> yeah, and she wins out. She gets paid and she like uh, gets a convert key. But I also felt like the the punishment for Megumi wasn't like deserved because I was like, yeah. this is actually kind of upsetting. Where it's like uh, a fucking uh, Sayaki no, Asagiri is like drawing her and like she pulls down her panties and like she starts to cry and I was like, this is really upsetting to yeah, watch. Like I realize it's supposed to be funny, but like maybe it's because I'm like 26 now mm -hmm. and I'm just like, this is actually like really upsetting to me. And it's uh, like they do that and it's like I don't feel like. The, like, she had this she, coming to her. Megumi did not agree to this. Yeah, like, they tore her character down really quick, where it's like, are you just one of those girls who pretends like you're a slut so everybody can like you? And I was like, whoa, anime, where Which, the fuck did this shade come from? Apparently that's a thing? I've, that's a new thing that I guess we're gonna have addressed on, like, a future episode. Jesus Christ, are we getting old and this is a thing now? Pretending to be a slut so people can like you? I, I don't know. I just, uh, we'll ask her correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> we just go by the local kid, local preschool and start asking questions. Yo, who knows about dicks? <laughs> Both of us slammed against the police car. <laughs> um, anyway. We are um, reporters, sir. <laughs> yeah, they get rid of Megumi almost uh, I I instantly, which I didn't mind. I, well, I was not like, almost instantly. It took more than six. It, it took eight episodes. Episodes. She only uh, she only shows up for like what three episodes? No, I think she shows up at least a, at least half the episodes. Like very like very no yeah she she only shows up for like I I think the second and third episode because it's like it's her trying to coax Sigiri out mm -hmm. and then like she shows up at the end of that episode where uh, she's in the bath. And then it goes into the episode with her, like, wanting to do nerd shit. And then after that, she doesn't show up until, like, the very end episode where, like, you find out, like, Sigiri doesn't know how to place where a dick goes. <laughs> um, which I actually thought was kind of funny. Which I agree was pretty funny, but this is yeah. a day and age with Google. Yeah. Like, that was the, that's the other thing that just kind of annoyed me about her, about this whole thing. I need to see it before I can raw. It's like... You have Google images. Well, I, I kind of get what she means by that, where it's like, you can Google image something, but it's like, that. that's why life drawing is still a thing. Mm. Like, you, you, you won't, there is something palpably different than like, you know, copying a reference image, 
Besides, like, actually being at a place with, like, a person modeling for you and drawing that down. Mm. It, it does feel very different. Okay, I'll take yeah. your word for it. You're the, you're the artist. You're the drawing artist, not yeah. me. It, it's almost... It, 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 in a weird... If I'm going to be, like, completely nerdy about it, mm. it, it's the difference between, like, reading a spell off of a scroll and actually, <laughs> like, learning the spell. <laughs> wow, that yeah. was really nerdy. Uh, yeah, um, I apologize to everybody. Especially my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> You're dating this shit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let, let, oh. let's just kind of like trudge into it. Wife of the week. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Ignoring the age issue that we're always, that we will run into this. In this. Is, okay, so like, let me just place this down. When we do wife of the week... Whoever we pick, we're uh, just in your in your mind's eye. In your uh, 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 what's the Naruto move where they close their eyes and they picture something happening? In your meditative state of like forming a Sharingan jewel shard or doing Fuck your bank high. Imagine when we choose a waifu of the week. Me and Mark transmorphosize. We, we metamorphosize into an age-appropriate person. Either that, or just think of it this way. We're not pedophiles, and we're trying to work with what little we got. We're just garbage. Yeah. yeah. We're just garbage, and this is a garbage show, and, and you're a piece of shit for listening and to us. <laughs> Exactly. You're no better than you're us. You backed me into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> White for the week. White for the week. I am... I want to say Muramasa. Yeah. Because... I like the cute look she has. I was gonna say, I, I was about to say, it's Muramasa, is it, Mark? But I think I'm gonna have to go, and this is very different, unusual for me, I'm going with Elf. I am going with the Sundari little bitch, because she's right. fun! She is, she has bad worth ethic, to be, to be for sure, but yeah. she is able to get the, she's able to actually do her job when she's actually successful. At the same time, she's able to include, pe like, all of her friends in these activities. Yeah. She doesn't make people feel left out, for the most, from what I remember. She's, she seems like someone who's fun to be around, she, and she knows, she's confident enough to try and get what she wants. She, she's also, like, going back to, like, the bad work, uh, bad work, I think, I think that's why she has, like, a really good repertoire mm -hmm. with, um, uh, Izumi, I'm just not calling him Muramasa. Masamune. Masamune, because I don't want to get him confused with Well, Muramasa. that's the whole, that's yeah. the whole point of their little names. Uh, yeah, they're based off of each other. Spoiler, yeah. by the way. Yeah, um, well, no, if you're listening to this episode, you should know there's gonna Yeah, it's a post-mortem, this is, uh, Dan, you should have read the fucking, uh, fine line. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Like, she took. If I'm not mistaken, she took the name Muramasa. Yeah. To com to basically say to combat him. Yeah. Or at least to join him or be recognized. I don't remember exactly which. Yeah, uh, but like, uh, uh, Elf is uh, also American. Apparently, she's all we know for sure. She's foreign. Yeah. She her she has a name like Emily. She's blonde. Yeah. She has elf ears. Yeah, Muramasa like calls her a Yankee. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I think she like as as the for the main character, she is actually the up at like I, I would like to see I would them cheer together. for for Elf, yeah, because it's like they're they're they, they make sense. They're not. She's not like. She's not like Muramasa, who is already in love with the main character. Even, here's for my no argument reason. for Muramasa, though. She's like a drug addict. She just she literally comes up to him and say like she she says she loves him or anything like that. But all you like is his work. You are just like a fangirl. You are yeah. the ultimate fangirl. That is it. You don't actually really have feelings for him. But I can't understand the feelings that you get for 
writing with someone, write, be working with someone, and you love their writing style and working with them and yeah. being able to read their stuff. That's a professional relationship. It's not just a professional relationship. I know the feeling. I kind of know what the feelings that she's yeah. going through. Like, going, I want to work with you more. Yeah. Like, I really much enjoy this. And sometimes some actual feelings get mixed in there. That's but, a creative real relationship. Yeah. yeah. And but that's why I'm doing this podcast with you, Mark. Oh, thank you, Mark. Oh God, no! <laughs> well, why did you have to ruin like a perfectly sentimental moment? This is I like fucking with this. this. I like fucking hanging out with my friend and getting drunk and shitting on anime. This is Wednesday, Michael. <laughs> this is nothing but trash. This is Weebo Wednesdays, not Feely Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say El Yamada. Um, she is, she, I know if anyone has been listening to the story, Usual Wife of the Weeks, I have finally picked a woman who is not have a knife, who is not threatening to kill the other ones, like Moramasa does. Yeah. But I do just, I did find her charming when she, like, she switches between the really, like, shy, like, oh no, oh no, to, I swear to fucking God, I will throw you into the sea. Yeah. And, you, and feed you to the sharks. Well, that, uh, that also gives the illusion of a depth of character. Yeah. But, like, that, that's the thing, with Muramasa, there's, like... She feels super anime, where it's just, she's been predestined to love that character. Yeah. Sagiri started off as a rival. And, mm -hmm. like, through the, like, you know, through that handful Sagiri, of episodes. Sagiri, right? who are you talking about? I'm sorry. Um, elf. Uh, elf. Mm -hmm. uh, um, elf had actual character development mm -hmm. with Izumi. Like, I love that episode where they're, like, debating about which writing style is the best. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, they both have points. Yeah. But together, that's a fucking power couple. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're, you're not a power couple because it's like you're the duplicates of you're each not other. Fuck, you're not fucking, for anyone who's watched How I Met Your Mother, Lillian Marshall. Yeah. Which is the... Couple that everyone imagines and aspires to be. I've never watched Worry How You Met Your Mother. Yeah. All right, you should. It's an enjoyable, fun watch. If anything, just here's the thing: all the characters are terrible people. Yeah. Um, but uh, Neil Patrick Harris is just so much fun and amazing. You're basically watching the show to watch one of the gayest men on the planet act like the straightest man on the planet. Okay, I, I essentially <laughs> got that, but yeah. it's like. Um, the, the relationship between Izumi and Elf is very complementary. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, like, uh, it, it just works between them. And, and then you can feel it, like, with it. If the anime was just about these two, mm -hmm. about, like, a struggling author and, like, a successful one who has, like, um... I, I'm wanna, so abrasive she doesn't have friends. Yeah, she's abrasive and she doesn't have friends, but she also doesn't uh, appear to have a... Um, Good work ethic. Work ethic? Well, no, no like, uh, I want to say it's, like, ambition. Mm, because yeah. she's already hit the top. Or, well, no, like, no, she's she already has up ambition. there. She has ambition, but as she stated when she was talking about Muramasa, there are just certain people you just don't look at. Like, yeah. she's not within my... Like, t she's in the 10 million section. Yeah. I'm in the 2 million section. You and me, we are rivals. Like, Masamune and I, we're rivals. We can compete with each other. But asking, like, more Ma me to compete with Muramasa is just unrealistic. Yeah. It's not... It's heavyweight champion versus the lightweight champion. Yeah. It's like, ambition isn't the right word, but it's like, I, I guess... I don't know, maybe vision? Because it's like, she she seems like she's just, like, writing because she, she likes she, to write. No, she's writing 
because she she want she likes to be popular. She likes having people like her. That's mom. it. Like she like she she's just kind of fallen into it. Whereas like Izumi has the heart. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's been working hard. He wants to do this. Yeah, he wants to he's, improve. He's slowly working up the charts. Yeah, he 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 wants to improve and get up there. Mm-hmm. And like that's a cool relationship. Yeah. Like that that that's good. Like bouncing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but like my uh, but again, my of the week isn't about like who our OTP is yeah. of the series. My wife of the week. Wait, well, before, you, uh, before you go on to that, yeah. though, the last thing I would like to state for like at least the relation character development of Elf, yeah. is in the beginning of the series, she is like storm. She's like standing on there. She's trying to get their attention from across the porchway, yeah. shooting arrows at the window, and at the end, she's sitting down like when the when she's busy yelling at Sigiri and comes down, she's sitting there in the living room with bring, brought a tea. Set over and is trying to look proper in there, and he's just looking at like you, you gotta stop breaking in here, kind of thing. And she's like calm with him. Yeah, she, she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to try. Yeah, she doesn't have to throw yeah. on this act as much anymore. She's already spilled her feelings to him, and he's kind of responded, or at least she knows how he feels. That like if it, he didn't like Sakiri, if he didn't yeah. already like his incestuous little sister, yeah, he probably would have already been dating her. Yeah. If not asked her to marry him. Yeah, because, like, he said it in the hot springs. It's yeah. like, I've fallen in love with her, like, five times already. If I, I would, yeah, if I would have. Yeah. If... But, anyway, yeah, my wife of the week is Ayami, who is, like, the editor. Oh, you got I just, like, I... <laughs> I, I, like I kind of like her because she's a shit starter. Yes, like, I do yeah. like her. And she, and she just, like, straight up lies to Izumi, and it's just, like, she's just torturing him. <laughs> she's pushing him. She's She lit the fire under his belly. Yeah. Made, no, 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 there's a difference between, try- like, you know, no, lighting she- the fire under your belly and then kneecapping him. It's, like, withholding the fact that there aren't, there, there are open slots for novels. Well, no, no, that's the thing. No, she, in my opinion, she did the right thing as an editor. She pushed her client to do the best work he can because he because he knows the stakes. Yeah, but he, it's like she she didn't deliver like she didn't deliver the stakes herself. Murama, uh, Muramasa delivered the stakes because it's like Muramasa is the one who challenged his dream. She offered like she's I, I see what you mean. She's kind of like the devil at the crossroads where it's like she doesn't she doesn't shoot you. She gives you the gun to fuck yourself. Well, not even no. I'm not even saying that. As an editor, part of your job is to keep your is to get your client to make work and yeah. to produce good work, and your job is to review it as well. Uh-huh. He was pushing. He pushed his. He pushed her client to do the best she, to try and make the best he can. And I'm not t- even talking about the more masa or anything like that. Uh-huh. This is pre that because the way she got, um, <clears throat> she was getting him to work hard on this new project. Was he produce he she told him about this upcoming contest. Uh-huh. And the first place winner would get published sooner, which he needed. Yeah. But what she didn't tell him about was that midway through there, the company liked like everyone's publication. That they were just gonna publish. They the were gonna winner. like publish yeah. like the top three guys. Okay, uh, so uh, okay, I I misinterpreted that. I yeah. thought she like purposely withheld the information that it's like there are slots open. No. Yeah. Okay. I okay. So I I take that back. I was I was too seething with rage. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just like her because I kind of like the idea like. I, I've started to gravitate around, like, older women in anime because, I, like, they seem to, like, just float over the bullshit. But, yeah, no, I agree with that. And I think this also is a, perhaps a sign of our age. Yeah. Because... We're Christmas cake. No, it's just kind of just that th- that natural thing of where you naturally find people attractive who are kind of, like, of 
closer towards your age group. Yeah. When we were when we were in high school watching these, I'm sure we like everyone loves Austin. I would have probably been like, oh god, Elton Mutter, who should be Irish and yeah. be over here making me cookies. Yeah, and then good example, which I know Janine is what keeps bringing to my attention, <laughs> is because like first we were playing Persona Five and. Despite the fact that we chose Makoto for the love interest, I really want to do Kawakami, the teacher. <laughs> the teacher who is a secret prostitute slash maid on the side. Oh, I, I wonder why you have... <laughs> I know, right? With a heart of gold. Oh, God. I want the person with the heart of gold, but it's also a filthy, dirty beast. My co-creator's name is Kawakami. I was like, wait, I'm not a prostitute! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a prostitute! <laughs> so do I need to go out and beat up these people or at least threaten them for <laughs> if you took it that way? I don't know, what, what, what's the deal with this? Oh my god, alright, so, um, yeah, <laughs> the, I, I guess... cover myself. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> so yeah, Ayami is my uh, Ayami is a person who I oh. like. There, there are traits in the other characters that I I really like, mm -hmm. but I I really like them for I, I guess like anime shallow reasons. Mm. I I guess like the thing that it, it's such like a weird thing that drew me to Ayami, but it's like when she tells uh when she tells like uh Muramasa about the party mm -hmm. and Muramasa is like with, with scream whispering into the phone oh, and, and it's just like she looks up and she's just got that look on her face. I screen cap that by the way. Like, <laughs> I kind of want to use that as the thing. Well, the reason I like her as well is she is clearly the like. She is the adult looking like, uh, high school drama. Yeah. <laughs> or, let's just put it this way. If I was in Ayami's place, and I had one of the clients working for us who was like this, by the books, comes in with a kimono, is no fun to be around, <laughs> is, no, sudden, uh... is suddenly beginning to re read Teen Vogue magazines, trying to find out about a boy. Oh, yeah. And then I get a call from a boy trying to get a hold of her. I am going to eat this all up. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I am going to spend... I, I was going to go get dinner, but I see I'm already about to get full off how rich this is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that, those are Waifu of the Weeks. Um, yep. Um, so, wait, before, we've... Oh, okay. Before we dive into the real trash... Yeah. I just... There are a lot of references in this show... And one of the references kind of bothers me a lot, because oh. the studio, for anyone who doesn't know, the people who made Aero Manga Sensei is A1 Pictures, a studio house which has made a ton of stuff. These are the people which I know, I'm sure you probably also have references to, like, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Sword Art Online, especially, which is one of their biggest things. Oh. They have worked on Fairy Tale. Oh. They've done Blue, uh, Blue Exorcist. Oh! Um... Fate Apocrypha, with the next Fate Stay thing to come out. Um, they are doing the Asterix War. They did Erased. Well, at least, here's the thing, though. Um, but yeah, they've done Erased, Idolmaster, Blue Exorcist, Fractal. A lot, they've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, Fractal? I haven't... That was a series I watched. I need to rewatch that. Right, they've done a lot of shit. Yeah, they've done a lot of shit. They did a Cult Academy Black Butler. Yeah. Wow, but wait, one... really? Black Butler, too? Yep. But here's, the, thi here's the thing, though. The biggest one, which they made a huge reference to, was Oreno Kanam something or other. What was? I don't remember exactly the Japanese name. Give me a second, I will tell you. Well, anyone who's listening, Oreno Kanojo. 
That's the shortened term. And the English translation, if I'm not, or Ore no Imoto, which is American, or at least the English translation, if I'm not mistaken, is I can't, I can't believe my little sister is this cute. Now I have never read I've never read or watched the series. The only thing I know of the series is from the many hentai I have found online of this series. Uh, next video Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there is a, a there this is another series with a heavy like brother sister incestual mo like why like love tension in it. And that's the one no joke when freaking Sigiri is Sigiri and um, Masamune are doing their digital walk through Akihabara. Those are the the characters you see walking towards them when they're worried about how well their new book is doing. Oh, the the, the those book. I was like those, those characters, two, those like four people. Yeah, one of them is the the orange head one is the little sister. Okay, the black haired one Kuroneko, I think is either her name or title or whatever is the kind of like the love interest who is not in a love interest who's nuts a family member okay and that guy who looks back is the brother who is in this all this mess okay so yeah so, so of all of the series you chose you chose the mirror match of them <laughs> literally the same thing in different clothing weird <laughs> instead uh, of instead of fucking authors you have the little sister who's a model god damn it weird um creepy interesting uh, okay so that, well, I, I i thought those characters were too uh, too well they're, designed. They're too well designed. Yeah. Um. So the foreplay is over, and I'm drunk. <sighs> so I remember you telling me something uh, mm. a while ago about like how you feel like a series should end, where it's like, oh god, that is. Oh, that... I, I want to talk about mm -hmm. this, where a series should end, where all of the things are wrapped up. There and you also get... Uh, Not uh, all the uh, things, yeah. just the current story. The current story is wrapped up, and you also get to see, like, a, a peek, a little, a sample of what could happen next. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, we got a good one of that with, um, uh, Peep. Uh, Peep is our, uh, Peep? uh, Peephole. People, yes. Yeah. Oh, like that one was a good oh, one. Yeah. That was a good one where it's like you know. Oh, that, why did you bring these feelings back into me? Because because it's like that's a good example. I know that's a good example. Um, oh, we have like a little thing like e even Castlevania has a good thing with that, and, and yeah. Castlevania uses a good way as a cliffhanger. It's like the party's assembled. The uh, we we've seen how all of these we've defeated stand. the church and yeah. the demons attack tonight. Yeah, we now move for the king. Yeah, it's like we're established badass, and it's like that's exciting. Mm -hmm. So this series also does something like that where it's like um, the like you know elf. And Muramasa, and you even get a little thing with like the book where it's like you know, uh, interestingly enough, in a harem, in a hair, and inherently a harem anime is what this is. Like somebody doesn't get picked, but like they confess their feelings, and they're all like, "We're gonna wait to see what happens." And if any other harem anime, I would be totally okay. I would be like, "That's actually a very good way to end the harem anime because it's like you don't establish a canon couple." There, yes, yeah. Well, there is one series that I will say that does kind of, yeah. But it kind of like people have they've kind of like. Are you gonna say Nisekoi? Go no. watch our Nisekoi episode. Yeah, so watch our Nisekoi. I think it still has our most views, which is kind of sad. Um, but no, it's this weird series of essentially like it's almost like a fetishist series. Oh. 
pretty much this guy goes to, it's one of those classic things of guy goes to a new school, ends up somehow in the all-female dorms because of temporary, like, the men's is all full. So he's temporary there, he meets everyone. But, like, all the people he meets, because he wants to meet, he, he feels like the part, it's not so much like the person, it's the parts he's interested in. I know, it's really shallow and creepy. That's really shitty. Yeah, I know. But he meets the people with, like, his perf- Like, his main interest is the woman he meets with the perfect eyes. Like, he feels the perfect eyes. There's one of the perfect breasts, obviously. Perfect okay. legs. It's like this whole thing of where... The, by the end of it, there's an established couple. Yeah. But, like, everyone does... Like, as the story comes to a close, those people are finally getting their feelings off their chest. Yeah. And talking to the protagonist about it yeah and then by the end of it like so and some of them clearly like no you're not getting get this shit i'm getting married to him okay yeah well it's like you, you know when we did our nisuko episode it's like all the confessions kind of happen yep uh midway like midway through but they all get like they they close like plot arcs become it's like how they close up and deal with their feelings mm -hmm. so it's like chitoge has like a straight line to the end mm -hmm. um in this one uh, in this okay. one, what, what I thought was interesting is, like, we don't have a canon couple at mm. the end. We have the potential That's... of a canon couple. And it doesn't fucking earn that! Because the canon couple is his little sister! That's, that's, that's not... How it should go. That's kind of like you watch a war drama. Like a war drama about these soldiers struggling and fighting and like trying to keep their head above board. And it's like, we are not going to commit war crimes because we are better than that. We are better than the other side. And they have to toy under fucking horrible leadership. And you're like, I'm totally within these characters. And then you zoom out and you realize they're fucking SS officers. And we watched that anime and it's the fucking saga of Tanya that evil we did that too and it doesn't earn that <laughs> it doesn't like i like that's what pissing me off so we fought so hard much. for the wrong ending <laughs> for the ending in which it was only established hmm? what? What? okay uh, just these oh my god yeah Sigiri, oh my god, I, I there is so like, much hentai of her online, and I really hate this character. I, oh god, alright, so. She is boring, does not deserve what she is getting, a spoiled little brat, who, who has no real, oh my god. Who okay, has, so, <laughs> the, the main thing that bothers me is just like, the incestual overtones mm -hmm. of this. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say she's, like, a, a, a super spoiled brat. Like, just ignoring the fact that it's, like, you she's know... She's a shut-in who yeah. stomps on the floor to get her little brother to feed her. Yeah. She, 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 she's, like, a shut-in. I find that annoying, and I find it grating. I wouldn't, like, defame her character on that, because it's, yeah, like... I would. There, there's a little bit, like, I, I wish they had gotten a little bit more into Sigiri's background, because it's, like, she, she hasn't... She has a, She has no good reason for being a shut-in. Well, I like. I feel like we're going to get in that in like because there's gonna be a season two. The manga is still going on. Like I'm pretty sure it's gonna go into like oh this is why she was a shut-in before, but it was just recreationally. Now she's in it for now because of this. <clears throat> and it's like, I just, I can't get behind. Like th this is your voice is so annoying as well. Well, this is like, I can't get behind 
the main concept of just like this 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 family and it it, it confuses me too because sometimes you feel like oh okay the older brother Izumi just wants a family and he mm-hmm. doesn't know how to do it so he's like being overprotective and he's showing her affection and maybe she is misinterpreting that because she also doesn't know how to do that but then they just go straight into it where it's like it's heavily implied it's like, my dream is I want to marry the one I love it's like is that your brother because if it is I'm here to fucking break that dream no joke oh my god like there's so much about the series I despise I'm sorry about yelling but I was very mad this Freaking Sagiri, let's not get... Just ignoring the fact that she has really no good reason to be a shun other than, like, what? Her parents divorced. Well, you know, I know a bunch of people who are like, you know, that fucked them up. Uh, but, nonetheless, she was doing this before that. Yeah, she, I heard most in of the backstory, we reveal she wasn't going to yeah. school for... Is Sagiri's mom dead? No, they're just divorced. Which then adds into my question of where the fuck are the parents? They're not dead. Yeah. They're just divorced. Because it's like when we first started the show, I thought Sagiri's mom died. That's why she's a shut-in. Because oh, I, I feel are, like Admittedly, I did not rewatch the first six episodes. I, 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 I didn't either, but I, I remember that's what stuck out in my head. Like, uh... Uh, Izumi still has his dad, mm-hmm. and I thought the reason why his dad won't come home is because it's like the house reminds him too much of Sagiri's mom. Let me find out. I don't remember. Which uh, is like, I understand like going through grief, but it's like you also have two children to take care of. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing that other... The, now, I just remember the thing that pissed me off so much was going, this... Alright. You say it's the little brother, the little brother trying to uh, want a family kind of thing like that. No, this little fucker has a little sister fetish, yeah. and he is very much interested in this. It's just easily established in the first few episodes that clearly he is a se- he is a sex dog who's barely holding it together. Oh and yeah. no joke when because you, you know, like you set like, the tone with that. You can't like you can't backpedal from that. Yeah, and not just that. Throughout the series, going he keeps telling her she. Uh, to treat her like a little sister kind of thing like that. And she's openly saying, I don't want to be your sister, little sister. And admit, there is no blood in there. Yeah. So. And even though. But here's the thing. she he She's even telling you, stop calling me your little sister. Or like, I'll be your little sister for a little longer. Because yeah. this is what you need. He's doing this because he still wants to fuck her. And he wants it to be this weird little sister-big brother relationship. This is the Trump of anime where it's it's not violating the letter of the law, but it very much is violating everything else around it. The spirit, the body, mm-hmm. the mind, everything but the legal letter. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if we do fuck, it's not against the law. Mm. Um, the, the, <laughs> like... Oh, no, her mother did die. Okay, okay so I, I was right, yeah. Okay, I just forgot about it, because they never bring it up ever again. Yeah, it's, like, it's, she's it's, shown no emotional distress over this, other than she probably did in the beginning, and now she's just gotten lazy and doesn't want to leave the house. It's it, it's true. Um, like, I see a better fucking need from Futaba. Well, well, it's also like, this is if this is one of the things that defines a character, it, it's like, it doesn't have to be pounded over your head over and over again, but it warrants more than just one mention. Yes, it warrants yeah. more, perhaps, just either, just 
here's the thing when people have go through trauma stuff like this. It's the sad thing of where no one truly gets better. Yeah. You really manage to you you manage. Well you deal with it. You deal with it, yeah. you manage it, you try you push past it to go through with your everyday life. Yeah. It's a sad thing here, but it is, in many cases, kind of true. People never completely heal from their injuries. You you scar over. It's not yeah. It's not like an open wound. But when it's something, yeah. especially that's so bad that you can't leave your room for, no joke, at least a ye- years, it feels like. Or at least months, because remember, Cause it was a whole summer that he did, that he left, and she couldn't feed herself, and she nearly starved for like a week or something like that. Yeah, some bullshit. We, we like don't that. know how long she's been like a shut in. I don't remember. Or at least we 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 might have been told that in the beginning, but yeah. I just don't I'm not remember. gonna look it up. I'm already like drunk. Yeah, but nonetheless, she is stuff like that. Something that bad that makes it so hard for you to just get out of bed. You're going to have bad days, yeah. which you don't see in this series, because that's not what the series is about. Yeah. This series is about a man who wants to fuck his little sister who doesn't leave her room. <laughs> and she is not particularly, she is not a, gold, a golden saint either. She is a, does not understand boundaries, is almost a rapist yes, and yeah. a manipulator. I, like... And refuses to get out of her closet of lewdness. Yeah, um, but but just to reiterate again on, like, you know, if the mom dying is such a pivotal point of her character, um, uh, on my other podcast, he talked Tomahawk, I was talking about Max with it. It's like, I'm kind of tired of seeing superhero origin. Like, it's like, you know, Batman, we know his parents get killed, but he put up a good point where it's like, you need to show that because it's like, that is like the catalyst of the character. Mm-hmm. Be it, it's like, uh, in a 10 minute, like the segment of the movie or through a fastback, because you need that. It's like, without, you don't, you're not going to get Batman's motivation without understanding it's like the trauma he's seen as a kid. A good example of this, for instance, of like bad writing without explaining those pivotal points yeah. is uh, the shitty movie Man of Steel. Uh, when you have the moment of where Superman's been pretty much going through this whole thing, beating the crap out of people, and then when he finally breaks Zod's neck, is going, ah! When we've never actually established in this movie, he doesn't kill. For all the crap we've seen, he's probably killed several people and is okay with it. Yeah, like, that that, that was the thing. It's like, if you had established that Superman is like, because Superman's supposed to be a boy scout. Mm-hmm. Su- Superman won't kill people like that means a lot that he kills Zod, and it not only means a lot that he's killed Zod, but he's like he's he's essentially like signed the death mark he is he's broken the pivotal moment about his character like batman either finally avenging his parents or dealing with his or coming to grips with what has happened into his past like with joe chill Mm -hmm. the, the person who shot like batman's parents um is Superman finally killing someone and creating the whole Injustice series or that, yeah. that which wasn't that bad watching Superman go evil yeah oh, I was um, terrified by the end yeah but, but it's too. like this uh, or without the context of that we just assume Izumi is like a, a shut in for like no reason because it's like it's not enough to just say it like once during like the first slew of episodes this this was like 12 episodes and if you're like me you're already either livid or you have your fucking dick half lip limp in your hand being like I'm really fucking gonna uh, fuck and if that's what you want go to the e-hentai galleries and just look up fucking arrow manga doujin dash moe or I think it's just doujins oh you're a doujin moe now oh yeah, god dude that's where I started okay yeah no I did, I did that uh, too I, I found I, I was actually was. Lucio I never touched Lucio because there, I just felt like there's so many viruses and pop-ups on that website. Really? Yeah, yeah. whatever I was going across, but da- but Daojin Moe was always just so clean and perfect. It was, a great, it was what I knew. So clean and perfect. 
<laughs> I'm talking from a coding aspect. <laughs> Not a sensor bar inside. No, no there were sensor bars. There were sensor bars. Um, but they warned you ahead of time. No, actually, that's the reason I like freaking Dojo Boy. They even, like, kind of added the tags to, like, these oh, titles. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, Gallery does that, too. It's Not really. It becomes, yeah, yeah. It when you click on stuff, at least with Dojo Boy, when you're, like, when they say, oh, we've got, like, a slew of another, like, 20, like, free ones, it tells you in, like, the friends is going, this contains this, that, and this, and that. It's going, perfect! Okay. It's like a whole paragraph. There's, my, fi there's my finish, I'll click on all of these and yeah, read Yeah, you them. control F. It's like, Nakadashi, <laughs> MILF. You don't uh, need to, Nakadashi, you don't even need to do it. It's it's so common. You'd be surprised. It, it's super common now. I, I could actually do, like, a weird statistical thing about it. It's like the the, the popularity of Nakadashi green pies <laughs> between, like, early 90s and late 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> let's not can, let's not include the Monzetsu series. Oh boy, oh. That, that there is everyone's Mister Fantastic. <laughs> the other thing that I really wanted to touch on, and, and it's <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's cheating. That fucking series. <laughs> every every woman's made of rubber. <laughs> oh, where it's like the cock is like jutting through her like stomach, and it's yeah, like, no. she's dead. <laughs> You so killed her. <laughs> have you seen the Monsensu series? Bro I probably have, but I haven't bothered to find out what the game was. <laughs> I get in like uh, three pages, and then you like go back to archive, and then you click on like the la the money shot panels. <laughs> um, uh, so the the other thing I really wanted to touch on mm -hmm. is um, th this series is it's got some money behind it because it's like the animation is pretty good. Mm -hmm. At least in the opening and ending sequences. Yeah, the opening and ending sequences, and it's also good in like very certain parts. And this is where it's like I'm. I have to talk about the male gaze. I just I have to with this series because it's like out of fucking control. Like I, I'm I'm not like I'm not a prude. I've seen straight up the. Me and Mark just had a conversation about our own, like how to start, uh, how to fucking switch through tags. Our, our favorite hentai, yeah. hentai websites. But this is like, it's it, it, it's like going to a steakhouse and then they serve you fucking like Arby's. It's, it's like it's technically food, but it's not what you're there for. It's like I get really upset when I like watch anime and it's just like goes straight into like fan service like borderline hentai and it's like it's not supposed to be an etchy it's like this is supposed to be etchy well no yeah well no because etchy has like boobs like uh, like exposed boobs like by the technical definition of etchy etchy is like just right under the monster musume is the perfect definition of etchy you know you never see under you see exposed ass and tits. Yeah, you saw that with Elf. Well, okay, like that. That like I, I Elf and almost with uh, Muramasa on the beach episode. That's true, almost. But it's like um, it, it also depends on like the frequency of how, how that happens. It doesn't count if it's a beach episode because that's what a beach episode is there for. Um, her pretty much, yeah. Because it's or at like least by it, your definition, yeah. okay. If you think about it, it's like almost a, a lot of the saucy part, excluding the part where Elf is naked in her own house, which she has every right to be in her own house. <laughs> to which he looked in the window, broke into her house. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he thought there's like a weird. He scared himself. Like I would, I would kind of be in that position if I was like talking about like, oh, like that house next door is haunted, and then like you hear scary piano. It's like I'm gonna fucking kill this ghost. 
No, that is, that is the fucking, like, that is like being, it is like going out, um, it starts raining out, and you start knocking on a door, and no one answers, <laughs> so you let yourself into this person's house, like, expecting, like, oh, no one must, no one must be answering, we'll just stay here the night. Well, for all intents and purposes, you didn't know anybody was actually living in there, because up until his knowledge, it was an abandoned house. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, also, he's 14, so it's like, you know, he's, he's, he's got, like, the 14 stupidity. Uh, uh, armor, okay. but um, but, like almost every single very well animated part is either focused on the inner thighs of Sagiri, <laughs> the way they Elf are brushes slightly against her breasts, um, the outline and promise of Murumasa having a vagina. <laughs> Like, do you get what I mean? And it's like, I tried counting it uh, in an episode, and I got up to ten before I got, like, really mad. <laughs> hey, hey, like I said, that's nothing. Like, no joke. Well, alright, I'm, I'm calling it an, an ex like a, a big version of this. High School of the Dead, I took the time and counted every unique moment of fan service. In the, in the first two episodes, excluding the opening and endings. Yeah, well... It was 50. Uh, yeah, see, like, High School of the Dead, I also don't like because of that. Because yeah. it's just like, okay, have you ever seen Sucker Punch? No. I refuse. <laughs> a long time I refused to watch because I figured it was trash, and it probably was. It, no, it, it is super trash, and it's like... You can escape jail if you don't believe in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you can escape jail if you don't believe in jail, and while you're trapped in your uh, like belief world, the warden's gonna rape you. It's like it's really kind of upsetting later on when like I, I I watched it again, and I think one of the reasons why it really bothered me is it's like. It, it it's like oh we're gonna do like super female empowerment with like these girls and like katanas and it's gonna be like an anime and then it's like oh they also did the thing in the anime where it's like every 50 seconds it's like the camera lovingly pans up the side of her calf up to her thigh and zoom out from her panty while she draws a plate it's like it's it's gratuitous mm -hmm. like it's almost it's like I wouldn't be this mad if this is just a porno. Because if it was just a porno... This is what I'm asking for. Yeah, exactly. This is like, this is what I'm asking for. But I'm like... Actually, no. If this was a porno, I would be pissed. <laughs> because I'm not getting what I pay. You are for... Listen. You're a porno. I am not here for a long, sensual build-up. If I want that, I will be spending time with my girlfriend. But no. Um, no, I am here for a point. I am here, you are here to help me get done with something and I can move on with my life. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not her. <laughs> the um. porno. <laughs> so, I was, uh, I was slightly off tangent, but I saw, like, a uh, hentai with the premise I extra, like, with that what? made me scream with laughter. Wait, what? So, like, it, it's a hentai where it's, like, I, I guess it's, like, the 16-year-old kid, and he's, like, a soccer star, and he gets into a soccer injury, and, like, he can't play a season, so he has to go back to his house, which is conveniently within, like, the district he's playing in. Mm -hmm. So, at, at the at the house is his five sisters, or uh, five or four, of and they're course. all, like, the older sisters. Of course they are. And they're like, oh, wait, you shouldn't do your laundry. It's like, you're in a fucking cast. He's like, okay, fine, but I'm, like, not a baby. And then his sister, like, picks up his laundry thing and, like, like dumps it out, and there's, like, a bunch of lollipop in it, and she's like, we're 
having a family meeting right now. It's like, I refuse to have my little brother raise up as a deviant whacking off the lollipop. And he's just like, you're ruining my life. And then he leaves and the sisters all have like a heart to heart. It's like, we can't let our little brother grow up to be a freak. We have to fuck him normal. <laughs> And I was like, done, okay, you hooked me. Like, like, what is the trajectory of this? This, this is good plot. <laughs> like, I love that we have to fuck him normal. Us biological, by blood. Not stepsisters, by blood. We have to fuck him normal. <laughs> Let's ignore. Let's all right, let's take him out of one deviant fetish and throw him into a whole another pool of, that is socially not, unacceptable. At least he's not walking off the lollies. Agreed. It is I guess it's better to be a inc incestual and not a pedophile. Well, I mean, I guess if we're like like the lesser, the lesser evil, of two evils, the lesser evil. Oh my god! I never thought which this series that we are currently talking about is not. Oh my god, it's just like, I, I... We give it every opportunity for it to be a good, wholesome, romantic comedy, but no. The main character goes, nope, I wanna fuck my sister. Nope. And it's like, I don't like that he keeps, like, switching back and forth. It's like, I just want, like, a relationship between my sister because I've never experienced a family. And it's like, okay... I see, maybe you're just stupid. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and then he's just like looking at his sister and then the camera pans to her like slowly and zipping her hoodie to see that flat chest and that like 24 frames a second shimmy as she moves her belly button and the little ruffle on her panties I'm like I hate this. I absolutely. I hate this. I hate this show. I hate. I did love the uh, when they uh, when they when Elf caught uh, when Elf does catch uh, Masamune by himself and gets him to do the rub the tanning oil on me for the sake of the book. Well, okay, that for was, the sake of the book. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Her brother standing there going, "Excuse me, what are you doing to my little?" <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry. That's funny because that's played for comedic effect. I know. It's just I like, you it. know, the sexualization of that moment. It's like, that works in that moment yeah. because it's like, it's so inappropriate because <laughs> of the brother. But it doesn't work when it's like this tender moment between like him and her in an isolated house. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, they, and they have to play that like, oh, this is a tender moment. No like, joke. I think it is Elf's job to make sure they just don't have sex. And you know what? I applaud Elf for yep. that. Elf was saying, stay out of that pussy. Get in mine. Yeah. It's, it's like, that, that. put it on a t-shirt, Elf. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of that D. We will not, I will not let you become a deviant and fuck sister. <laughs> That's the back. <laughs> so, um, just, there, there. Like, I, I guess I'm, like, just super upset because it's, like, I can't get... This isn't even, like, Saga of Tanya the Evil where it's, like, I could pretend <laughs> to be, like, oh, this is, like, this weird cautionary tale and, like, a view into how you can caught up in, like, the fervor of, like, being something greater than you are. Mm -hmm. Um, this is just... Something I can't like. I, I, I just they can't even get... write a story. Their little stories, the world's cutest little sisters. Like, and even Elfie Mana said, like their new story that they are publishing is going. Oh my god! This is a love letter to your sister. sister. This and is ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> like if I work for that publishing company, I was like, 
I think we need to have a talk. Like a really serious talk. You're not having sex with your sister, are you? Are you having... Well, actually, you know what? Don't tell me. I'm going to give you this number. This is what's called a psychiatrist. <laughs> you should tell them your feelings. And we'll tell you how some of them may not be appropriate. But you forget. This is Japan. And that kind of action sells books. As an editor, in our job is to make sure my client sells books for the company. Tara. I am going to turn this around until I until things start looking bad. I think this is like a, a thing until that I, your stories start telling about how you're finally having sex with your little sister. And even though, despite at the end, which they tried to play off like, no, I'm not trying to fuck my little sister by her finally grabbing. Her getting very excited about a porno written about the story she and her brother just written. It's almost explicitly, I want to fuck my sister. Or the sister, no, the sister I want to fuck. fuck the brother. Yeah, and, and which she's that's also been... The, the, that's the other bothering thing. Well, it's like, to be fair, if this was like one way, it's like, this brother wants to fuck the sister. It's like, oh, I'm watching a horror anime. Mm -hmm. This is like a scary thriller under the veneer of like a regular anime. Oh god, no, sorry. That's but it's like both of them, they're just like looking at each other, fucking each other with their eyes, being like, Which, mommy and daddy oh aren't my... home. They haven't been home for a long time. Oh my god. I think I read that already. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's actually like genuinely chilling, and I don't think I would have the stomach to like read that. I have. I do. I have. And I can masturbate to it. Oh, it's a porno. Yeah, that's what I mean. What you were just oh. what you were describing. What you were describing is going. Yeah, I think I've read that on a hentai website. Okay, I I, I was thinking of like an I can do it. Like something can... maybe written by Shinto Ito. No, I can do it. I have done it. Afterwards, was not proud of myself, but a little proud that I could do it. <laughs> These are not things to wear merit badges about. <laughs> um, so God, I just. Yep. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch season two just to see where the trajectory is. I'm going to pour myself a nice tumbler. I'm going to get mad. I'm going to walk around my room silently screaming to myself. <laughs> I might text my girlfriend and be like, this is, can you believe this bullshit? <laughs> Out of context. I, if you, if we, if you make us watch, if that's your recommendation for a week's reading, I will watch it again. And I will literally be focusing on Elf Yamada and cheer her on and try and prevent an atrocity from occurring. Yeah, it's like the series would have been so much better if it was just like Sigiri was out of the picture. Sigiri was out of the picture, or even just for fuck's sake, our we our, our modification we already gave. Yeah, because they were they they knew each they knew each other for they were neighbors. Mother dies on that. The father of his side chooses to adopt her. Yeah, or like, and they were friends. They were never this weird little sister brother relationship. Yeah, or it's not even like a dot where it's like she she She's the, the the home like the homeowner was literally the mother, so it's like she can't stay anywhere else. She's yeah. like literally living in their house. Like the the scene with. Elf Yamada had probably the most heart in, like, the series, where it's, like, she takes him to the fairy forest. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, the place where her father proposed to her mother. And it's, like, she's walking, and she's, like, that Mala was really good. And yeah. she's, like, I'm gonna tell you my real name, and it's Emily. And the only time I want you to use it is when you call me by that name to propose to me. And I was, sweet. like, 
that's pretty good. Yeah, that like, was sweet. Where was this? Mm-hmm. Like Elfiumata, all the budget and all the effort went to Elfiumata. Like no joke, it all feels the writing. Yeah, went it, no, to it feels like the the head writer of the series really wanted to write a nice love story, between, like a Sundari love story kind of thing, like that. Yeah, and. But was given, like, told he has to write this thing about some weird ancestral thing with his sister. But he wanted he wanted Elf to still be good, so he he put all his effort into Elf. Like, yeah. he wants her to win the day. Like, but the producer to, said no. I don't want to write, like, a fuck anime about a brother and a sister. Ugh. Um, it's and, just... And the fact that A1 Pictures then does, like, a high-five to itself with Aura and Kimoto, <laughs> it just feels yeah. like we here at A1 Pictures totally support sexual relationships. It's like, if you, uh, if you fuck your younger sister, raise your hand, and then they all raise their hands, and they give each other high-fives and blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> and no joke, just... Especially here, like, Michael, I'm showing him a picture of, like, the manga version. She looks so childlike in that picture. Well, that's also, like, the problematic thing of, like, you know, Japan, like, se- uh, uh, sexualizing, like, younger women. She's supposed to be 12 to 13. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And they, I, I always find it weird when, when, especially animes, maybe it's just a cultural thing, when animes treat, like, almost like middle school like it's high school. Yeah. Because it's not. Some of the, this is the one thing, though, I, which kind of did work for... El, I saw a little bit... This is my last kind of thing on the whole Elf Yamada and that, because I'm sure everyone gets gets my, gets my what I'm trying to say about this. Well, because there's like more depth of character in Elf yes. Yamada. But he, this is one thing that uh, another pod... Uh, kind of like a YouTube content creator I was listening to oh. uh, when they were discussing uh, like teenage relationships in anime, which there's a huge problem. They don't feel like teenagers. They honestly never do. They feel like like composed adults yeah. making these decisions, not like kids who don't know what they want, who don't know what's like what's next after sex, yeah, or what what are we trying to do here? We're trying to do next, or they are too stubborn to like to say no or to admit they were wrong, yeah, and then finally come together like okay, we're talking about this like after a huge emotional time like fight. They finally sit down like, hey, listen. Do we rush things a bit too? Do we rush into this a bit too far? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, same here. You want to still stay together though? Yeah, same here. Same here. Wait, was that the whole conversation? Oh my god! Oh my god! Like we are so. St- oh, sorry. Was that musically? No, this was um, this was Sword Art Online abridged. The oh, series, yeah, that's the right. abridged. Yeah. For anyone who has not seen that, watch it. It writes. It is a. It took Sword Art Online and improved it. It did. By, it, by like, 10 degrees. This is also somebody who, uh, from somebody who has watched the entire series of Sword Art Online and, like, likes it. And so, this is yeah, coming I from like a guy it. who never watched Sword Art Online, and this was my experience watching Sword Art Online. <laughs> and I don't want to watch Sword Art Online because the, the Abridged <laughs> series was so good, I don't want to know what the real story is. That's the real story. That's canon to me now. <laughs> That's canon to me. Um... <laughs> Oh god, yeah. I just I I I feel like the manipulative tropes in anime really stand out for me in What do you mean series. by manipulative tropes? So there there's a thing that I've always felt about anime that uh I I, I feel like I can articulate now, which is like ever since I was a kid, I like the how easy it was to like get into anime because I I almost felt like it was leading me through, like, 
how I was supposed to feel at certain points. Mm -hmm. And not in a genuine way. I I'm talking about in a laugh track way, which is mm -hmm. like, you know, we hate Big Bang Theory because mm -hmm. it's like, for one, it's poorly written. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like shitting on nerd culture without yeah. like really meaning to. Um, but it also uses like a lot of like the laugh tracks where it's like it's the show telling you it's funny. Oh, anime does a lot of that. Or oh, it's yeah. like if you think about it, it's like the deformation of the face is mm -hmm. like telling you it's like, this is going to be a silly moment. Oh, the, yeah, I think we the scores that like come in tell you like they they force it's you time to get ready to laugh. Yeah, it's time to get ready to laugh. Where it's like get ready to get hype because it's like the main character is about to release their thing, mm -hmm. and it's like. Usually, these tropes can be hidden because it's like, once you watch the anime, the idea is like, you're already on board. Like, Monster Musume, I'm already on board. It's like, <laughs> yeah, show me those snake titties. Show me all the titties from all the different weird monster women. Give me more I'm, monster yeah, women. Give me all of those boing boings. Give, those, me, give those, me the leech girl, the mosquito girl. Yeah, give me those sweet honey bunches of oats dribbling up and down the court. Give me all of those weird sounds to let me know. It's like, oh, that's a boner erection. It's a, because I'm on board. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm getting. It falls apart completely when you can't get aboard the wagon. And I haven't noticed it as hard as I have watching this series <laughs> because all of the tropes or all of the things that uh, work in anime where it's like the, the, face, the character who's supposed to be like the voice of reason, the score in the background that's supposed to tell you it's like this is supposed to be like a this is a tender moment. Mm -hmm. They don't work. And one and once that once you've ripped away the facade, mm -hmm. you can see all the workings and it's <laughs> really it makes me really mad. And I think that's why I'm like so upset right now. <laughs> because it's like I know what's behind the kimono, and it's a soulless machine. A soulless machine that wants to fuck its brother. <laughs> and and I, I think this is why anime and a lot of, like, nerd stuff, maybe, like, th th this is me kind of getting into uh, that hokey-dokey stuff, but I think that's why it's like nerds can be so divisive, because it's like, we tunnel vision in we on, like, what we like. We begin to... That's actually a good point where I think it also just plays into people who aren't socially aware, yeah. which they know their audience. And anime and these stuff doesn't help because you're not learning, like, things you should be picking up on. Yeah. Like, hey, you're talking to a girl and you're, like, bringing this crap up and she's clearly... And, oh, she I don't see the vein in her forehead, so she's clearly not pissed at me. Yeah, because fact, I'm talking about how much cuter her sister is than she is. Yeah, it, it, exactly, because it's like, why are you fucking still talking about, like, your sister in front of this girl who's totally into you? And, mm -hmm. it, and it's like, all of that shorthand, all of that stuff just becomes, like, grating and, like, really cheap and shallow, and then you're like, oh, I fucking hate this and I, and I don't like it because it's like oh I fucking hate anime because I don't I hate this <laughs> yeah I get what you're saying oh my god and here's alright no, we'll talk about this talk about that off camera but alright we've come up on a pretty long episode so far of our mutual agreement in which we don't like this okay we have now seen the entirety of the first season let's begin with our recommendations first to non-weebs no 
No, I agree. Yeah. This should not be something non-weave should watch at yeah, all. Yeah, especially it's like this is not show, what it's like. Hey, this is anime. It's about how like it's a oh, totally a okay struggling writer, a struggling writer, struggling not with the fact of him trying to keep his livelihood, <laughs> but with his inhibitions of fucking his sister. Can you imagine being like a sophomore in like college, and then there's that cute liberal studies girl who's like writing her dissertation <laughs> about like a uh, like you know uh, English poet like poetry writer. And you're like, oh, I know. Like this anime is about like struggle, like being a writer and struggling. And you show her this, and it's like the the overarching theme that <laughs> totally blew over your head because you're such a weeb. It's like he wants to fuck his sister, and you're like, why does she never want to talk to me again? <laughs> my my mind was someplace completely different, but because <laughs> I am a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you thinking it's, I want you to call me big brother? I want you no, to no, call no, me. no. It wasn't even a relationship. So it was like, sweet, innocent little girl. Terrible, terrible person. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so it's yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend this. No, me neither. Yeah, As would, for weaves, yeah. I will say. I will say this: this is this show was the was trash. This is the kind of show that we, Michael and I, when we wanted to make this podcast, these were the type of shows we wanted to talk and about. And we didn't realize how much it would hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> and then how much we had to recover by watching good stuff and talking about good stuff. Yeah. Um, but this one... We despite saw Submarine, Blue Submarine number five, and we actually like went through quality content for like five episodes because we were just like, that was shit. Yep. But I'm going to say no. Despite how popular this series was, this yeah. was one, I think, a season of, like, this Sigiri is the new masturbation bait um, kind of situation. I'm just going to say no just because, like, despite, like, all right, I'll say this. There is a lot of merit in what they put, the effort they put into Elf Yamada. Yeah. In a short series, in a short 12-episode series, they showed a character who started off as a rival and brought to the point of where she has, she had now has feelings for him. Admittedly, it was done a little too quickly. Yeah. Because, like, literally, uh, by episode six, when they're outside, she's, like, posting on Twitter, like, I'm on a date with this with this other writer yeah, right now. Yeah, without knowing. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, no, this is not, like, I want I want our listeners to understand, not have to watch this trash. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm trying to take the bullet from you. You can call us the nostalgic critic. We are not the nostalgic critic, but we do say that man does some pretty good work. Uh, I would, uh, I would say, um, oh, gosh, I want to go full, uh, full in and say no, mm -hmm. but I also, I know our audience of weebs and it's like, this will attract, uh, this will attract a lot of them because it's like, you, you're either on it because it's like, it's so absurd and you like, you think the entire thing is supposed to be like a satire off of wanting to fuck your sister. It isn't. Or you genuinely are like, <sighs> I wish I could fuck my sister. I wish I could take her little braids and ponytails and make her wear the little mask. And while she's drawing on her live stream, just draw inside her with my semen. <laughs> and then you remember, you don't have a little sister, you have a fat younger brother. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but I kind of want to say a qualified yes. Because... Mm. 
I, I feel like, fr from what I said earlier, this, this show kind of disillusioned me mm. from anime because it's like, I, for, for a brief moment, for a glimpse, I could see the inner machinations, how everything is working. Mm. And not in like a fun way where it's like, I already know where most of the tropes in anime come from. I know that like faces look like that because it's, it's. It's not a stylistic choice when it started. It was a survival mechanism. <laughs> it's like you were de like so you're, you're like looking behind the scenes of not of like a theater or something like that or like how yeah. you saw in Portal where you see the panels behind the panels kind of thing. No, you saw you are standing in the in the back in the production office of Fox Studios and you see their giant library of infographics and lies posted amongst everything else. No, I'm like standing behind like uh, yeah, I'm like standing behind the scenes of Fox Studios while the poor secretary is blowing what's his face while he's purporting that like Americans aren't like you know chased enough. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a fucking smoking coil uh, uh, oil fire in the background while he says environment can take another hit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, please, I say don't watch it. Uh, you I don't need to watch it. You really don't. I would say you don't have to watch it, but if you kind of want to see, like, um, if you're not into this, if you're not into, like, this whole brother sister romance... Watch this and see how you feel about anime when you're not on board with, like, the premise. Because mm. it's, like, this is actually, like, really interesting for me personally because it's, like, it's allowing me to critique this and articulate what I feel but, other than just, like, I fucking hate this. But here's, the reason I don't want to recommend this to people is because I don't, a lot of, especially, I'm, this is me not having a lot of faith in anime fans, I'm sorry, yeah. but... There's a, reason, there's, a reason why, there's a reason why this trash keeps selling. is because people keep buying it. People like us. But nonetheless, the reason I don't is because I feel like they aren't going to see this because they're going to get distracted by Team Elf Yamada, I want to fuck Sagiri. Well, that's why they watch Muramasa, our episode. Yeah. Muramasa it has nice buns behind that robe. <laughs> also doesn't wear underwear. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm assuming the best of our audience because they're listening to us and we've done our best to drunkenly articulate <laughs> our opinions so they too can watch the show scientifically deconstructed and either be like, no, we shouldn't <laughs> fuck his sister or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, our classroom size of less than l like a smaller 8th grade classroom. <laughs> a reasonably small. No, my mistake. Not a smaller 8th grade classroom. This, perhaps a smaller 4th um, year college class. Yeah. For after everyone else has has dropped out or gone a different route. So you made it You made it through the weeaboo hump. Welcome to the tournament arc. <laughs> And with that, we're gonna prep well, our prep our swords and um, talk to my back alley friends in which to kneecap Michael before our fights. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, before we leave, uh, again, special thanks to my patrons. Your money helps this podcast go. We actually we found out we hadn't switched uh, the credit card mm -hmm. for paying the SoundCloud. So I, I, yeah, I use your Patreon funds so I can yell at you through the <laughs> miracle of technology about things that I like and dislike. 
Yeah. More dislike. So uh, thank you to all you guys. Uh, follow me on Marker Slinger on Instagram, uh, uh, Patreon, uh, Tumblr, and also visit me at uh, Crunchyroll Expo at the end of August this uh, year. It's, uh, our, Do me a favor, The my- year of our Lord, 2017. <laughs> oh, no. Um, do yell at Crunchyroll for um, getting this shit translated. Oh, did they? Is it dubbed? It, oh, I don't know if it's dubbed, but Crunchyroll supporting is, like, hosting it. I mean, Crunchyroll is a business. It, it, like, yeah. you, you have to fill out the You have to have dignity as well, <laughs> which clearly they don't. All right, well, it's, uh, it, the croc has chimed. We are poo.